Welcome to Great Match Generator, episode 26 on a the Social Suplex Podcast Network here on the weekend. We are recording this on a Friday, so I, I normally say on a Friday or something, but then I make it time sensitive by saying on a Friday or something. But I'm here with Adam. How are you doing, Adam? I'm good. Uh, you know. Nothing, nothing crazy. Nothing crazy in the wrestling world right now. You know? uh, people shooting on each other. <laughs> yeah. Uh, crazy. Crazy. Uh, we didn't talk about that. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what to say about that. That hasn't already been said a thousand times. Uh, yeah. Let's see what else we got. Uh, what else is new? Uh, well, I work for BodySlam.net now. That happened. Um, that that happened out of the blue. <laughs> they asked me. I had no idea. Like I had no idea there was even like a thought behind it. And then they, yeah. So, um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to all out. I'm going to the wrestling result revolver show Sunday. Um, to see Moxley and others. Uh, it'll be my first day off in two weeks. Uh, I'll probably That's- go to. Straight days of working. Wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, so my schedule's supposed to be Monday through Friday, and uh, as we were leaving today, we had an easy shift today. Not an easy shift, but an early. You know, we got out early. My boss looks at me, and she's like, hey, would you work next weekend? Too? I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Need the overtime, yes. <laughs> but uh, I wish you wouldn't have asked. Uh, yeah, just crazy stuff going on. Uh, I think I'm going to GCW, The Art of War, uh, too. Lots of wrestling, lots of stuff, craziness all around. Yeah, it's just been craziness all around the wrestling world. And it's never going to stop. WrestleMania's coming to Philly. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep. That, that happened in the midst of the Triple H craziness. So, yeah. so it... It's gonna blow my mind once everybody congregates to here in like a year and a half. I uh, shit, I might go. I might just go to like some indie shows or something. You know, I won't go to the, you know, WWE shows or anything. I'm gonna go to Mania because, like, one, it's not both nights because that would be such a drag. I'm probably gonna go to Song Guy. I uh, I was talking to uh. I was talking to an indie promoter the other day, uh, and uh, I was like talking. I was like, you know, like I always dreamed of going to WrestleMania. Now it's like if I went, like I'd go to like every show except WrestleMania. It was. It's just weird, you know. Yeah, it is weird. It is really weird. And now it's going to be in my city, so it, it is weird. So. Um, we have four great matches for you, like always on Great Match Generator on a, on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. We have for you, we have Fuerza Guerrera versus Octagon from CMLL, 11-1-91, or it could be 11-3-91, depending on what day you use or whatnot. Then we have Steiner Brothers versus Tatsumi Fujinami and, and Izuka 
Takashi Azuka from WCW. May 17, uh, 1992. Yeah. Then we have Wrestle Yep. Then we have Toshiaki Kawada versus Mansa, Toshiaki Kawada and Mansafuchi versus Yuji Nagata and Takashi Izuka. Yes. Of all the wrestlers, we got two matches. We got two Izuka matches. Yeah. You think, you think, you know, you know, you, all the greats, you know, uh, Steamboat, Danielson, Kobashi, Toyota, Izuka, you know. You know, that's what I think of. That's, uh, I still don't know how that happened. That's awesome, though. New Japan Pro Wrestling, 12 14, uh, 2000. And then Finley versus, well, we're going to have a tough conversation today. Chris Benoit. Yeah. WWE Judgment Day, 5 21, 2006. And we're saving that Benoit match for the last because we normally go in date order. And now we're going to Octagon versus Fuerza. Carrera. Uh, From CMLL. We go, we go in date order. So Yes. Match had a hot start. Um, you know, um, crowd, you know, crowd's hot, you know. Uh, I really liked, I really liked all three falls, you know, like, um, if you go back and watch some of those old Lucha matches, you know, uh, you know how sometimes you feel like you, you a, a fall got wasted. You know, like there's always yeah. like the one where like the heel gets the cheap victory in the second or something. You know, something like that. You know, and it's it's like three minutes. It's nothing. You know, this didn't really feel like that. Um, I liked um, I liked a lot in this. There was like a, a couple moves I had. There was a nasty spine buster. Um, I um, did you. Did you watch this? When did you watch this? Yeah, I watched this on YouTube. I know. I mean, when? When did you watch it? I watched it about a few days ago. Okay. Did you watch uh, uh, Penta and uh, Phoenix versus Andrade and um, Ruth? Yes, I did. And so they when they tied up Pentagon's Pentagon's mask into the ropes, I was like, shit, where have I seen that spot? Recently, in this match, like yeah, Octagon versus Square. So yeah, um, yeah, it was uh, you know, good, good, some good blood, but like a good lucha bloodbath. You know, not it didn't get super bloody, but you know, fun shit. Uh, decent, like the the near the second, like what I was saying about the falls. The second fall was um very compelling. You know, and uh, they did. I I like that they were doing um. Like, they made the submissions look like a struggle, you know? Yeah, I, I really like that the submissions looked like struggles. And the blood really added to the match. Yeah. And then the third the third was very dramatic, too. So, it was, you know, really good Lucha matches. I mean, this, that's my type of shit, you know? You know, uh, Lucha's my thing, kind of, you know? Like, it's what I like to, like, just kind of yeah. put on. You know, I don't, like, think about it, review it, like, write down, you know? It's, um, you know, I'll just, like, throw on an old playlist of CMLL or something some days and just, like, have it on as background noise, you know? I'll just look up and be like, oh, hey, cool. You know what bothers me a lot about trying to throw something random on? Now, the algorithm really bothers me now. Because the, the algorithm tries to steer you away from what you're trying to watch or the vibe you're trying to watch. 
So when that first started, I remember, uh, <laughs> I don't remember what I was watching, man. So I fell asleep for a minute. And I woke up and Vince Russo was yelling at me on an old TNA pay-per-view. I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I just make playlists from now on. Like if I'm, if I'm doing like a watch party on, on Discord or something or whatever, um, you know, or if yeah, I just, I'm gonna yeah. make like, I made like huge playlists and stuff like that, but I don't want to make a playlist for everything. It's just like these algorithms suck. Yeah. Like, I don't want to hear Vince Russo or any wrestler, honestly. Some yeah. wrestlers are rather hear more than others, but, um, but you, you know what I mean. Yeah. It's just annoying that the algorithm wants because I watch other things other than wrestling on YouTube too. Oh yeah, I'll have like yeah some wild shit like you know it'll be like the Joe Budden podcast or like a rap battle will come on and I'll be like whoa whoa I was trying to watch it'll be like it'll, it'll be like I'm watching some CMLL shit or some some all Japan shit and then I, all of a sudden Duck Demiro comes on I'm like like what the fuck. It's hard to fall asleep to that kind of... Yeah. Not that you want to fall asleep to it. It's just like... Do you watch things. Do you watch shoot interviews too? I do. Yeah, that'll pop up. And you'll just, like, But it'll be, sh- like, it'll be someone you just don't... I won't name names, but it'll be someone you just don't give a fuck about, you know? Yeah, yeah. it'll be Kevin Nash. <laughs> there we are. <laughs> 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 You know, you know the Kevin Nash shoot interview where he's like eating a salad. Or, or the Kevin Nash podcast with Sean fucking Oliver, and I'm like, I ha- see. I haven't listened to that. I won't listen to it. I I found uh, I was listening to an old Between the Sheets. Uh, sorry, we're getting off track, y'all. But uh, no, we're no. This is bound to happen. But yeah, it's so I was listening to an old Between the Sheets, and it was about uh, the last Nitro before Russo took over. And they had Nash out there doing commentary. And it's become a joke between me and like uh, Gage, Joe, Andrew, a few others, where um, Dave says in the observer write up, he's like talking about Nash doing commentary. He's like, so you can add commentary to wrestling, booking, and doing interviews to the list of things Kevin Nash doesn't do well. <laughs> For yeah. some reason. It's the funniest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> and so we just started adding everything else to the list. Like, there was some really bad quote that... uh doesn't you even do the hair flip well. Yeah, there was, there was, uh, there was some... Um, there's a compilation of Nash on commentary from that um, episode, by the way, and it's great. It's like... Because it's not great. It's horrible. But it's also great. Uh but uh yeah it's it's like kevin nash yeah to the list of things he doesn't do yeah but it's fucking nash you don't care yeah oh man he uh you remember i'll get back to this match yeah what did you i went four and a quarter i went four and a half okay right there 
I believe I went for him. I might have went for a quarter. Let me find it. Let me find Octagon. Where's this? Where? Where's it? I have to find. Four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Okay, yeah. See? Four and a half. 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 I just like bloody wrestling more. Yeah. And it's just like you're listening to these and these guys just beat the shit out of each other. It's not like your standard like Lucha flying fest. Yeah. And Octagon is a little awkward sometimes. Yeah. That's which that, prevents uh, it from going to the next level for me. Um, up next, we have the uh, Steiners. Steiners versus Fujinami and Azuka. The first of two Takashi Azuka matches, and we're covering Azuka twice in a row. So, <laughs> this is the Takashi Azuka show, baby. Um, I- I can't seem to find my notes for that match, which is weird. It's real weird because that's like in the same, should be in the same notebook. I don't know what happened here. Um, um, so I did take notes for this one. So um, I did I take notes. I gave it four. I remember the crowd. Like uh, I remember, um, you know, uh, you know how like we had to deal with that god awful discourse about um, like Forbidden Door. It's yeah. like you know we need an eight minute vignette for uh, El Fantasmo and whoever else. Um, I'd assume they did a hell of a lot less to hype up Fujinami and Azuka, and they probably. Did I think that. they just put these guys out there. Yeah, and it's funny because the WCW crowds would like eat that type of match up, not knowing like you know wrestler A and wrestler B. They just watched the match and they were like, "This fucking rules," you know. And um, and Azuka was flying around the ring in this match. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Jesse Ventura was already making the racist comments about the automakers. I uh, so I wasn't really paying attention to the commentary because I actually did like uh, like I was just watching matches and I threw that on uh, and we did like um, our own voice. So you know how like we kind of been doing those chats yeah, on Discord. Yeah. Yeah, we so it was kind of like me and Gage and some other people doing commentary to it, which meant we were just probably making Norm McDonald jokes. Um, but uh, it was probably a lot better than Jesse Ventura's commentary. I'll tell you that much because Ventura would have hated our commentary. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> oh yes, uh, um, uh, Gorilla. Uh, yeah, uh, it was. I, it was a really good match. I think I gave it like uh, four even. Uh, I gave I it four and a quarter. The the uh, finishing stretch with the belly and belly double ja- double Japanese arm drag into the clothesline, nice high angle German spike pile driver. They did the signer line, top rope belly to belly onto Izuka for the win by the Steiners. Yeah, that top rope belly to belly got a pop, a massive pop. Um. Yeah, I lo- the Steiners fucking rule. This rule. This rule. <laughs> I'm sorry. This rule. The Steiners rule. Izuka rule. Fujinami rule. This has, 
every recipe for the match to rule. Yeah. So Maybe I gave ECW kind of gets slept on. I guess because there's like, I don't know, it is kind of a weird, weird year. But like, there's a lot of good shit going on in 1992 WCW. Also, some bad shit. You know, I think uh, Halloween Havoc won worst show of the year and uh, had uh, the worst match of the year. But, you know, still some fun shit in 92. And you got Sting, Steiner, the Vaders, uh, the Steiners, Vaders, you know, lots of cool shit. Yeah. Yeah, it's really cool. It was really cool. Uh, yeah. So sorry, I got distracted there. Um, uh, um. So we have the other, the other Takashi Azuka match with Yuji Nagata versus Masafuchi and um, Toshiaki Kawada, and this was on another level. This was insane. Um, the heat. You could just tell. Um, you could just tell from the be- very beginning. Like, and it's it's so hot for the, uh, like, the New Japan versus All Japan type stuff. Like, uh, you know, Nagata's super over. I mean, everybody's super over, but Nagata's super over. Like, so much that, like... Like there was like this weird sound from the crowd when Nagata and Kawada both finally tagged in, um, and um, you know there's just great grappling. Um, like I said with the the crowd, they were chanting like they like you you know they you, they're chanting for Nagata that you've got Liger and Kinsuke in the corner because they're like Kinsuke Sasaki because it's like you know they're Team New Japan you know. Um, just major heat on this one. Uh, right. Fuji ends up hitting this crazy backdrop driver and like this, like it, I, like the, the crowd bit on this near fall so hard. Um, and then, um, you know, Azuka was great in this match too. Were we sleeping on Azuka? Um, Azuka like... We're yeah, sleeping on because Azuka rules in this. Yeah, he dude, he there's this segment where he's got um he's like <clears throat> kind of like a face in peril, but he's like firing back, you know. He just shows such great fire. I was like I I I was like just popping so hard for it. I was like, please make the tag like like you know cheering for him, you know, and make the hot and, tag. And he finds Azuka where he sucked. Yeah. It uh, you know, you get the hot tag, and then Nagata's in there going crazy, and you know, they're they're throwing strikes around him and Kawada. Who's the big surprise? Nagata was like uh, my favorite wrestler in the world at one point. Like before, I got super into Danielson. Uh, I guess well, it would have been like Nagata and Marafuji at the time. Um, you know, the massive pop. Kawada gets a uh, Kawada gets a. Uh, I think it was Nagata and the stretch plum that gets broken up. Huge pop. Um, there's like just uh, a great spot where uh, there's double submissions. Yeah, uh, the double submission one. Yeah. That double submission was so believable. Yeah. Oh, I, I fucking loved it. 
Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know what else to say. My last note on this is this fucking rules. So, yeah. Uh, I had fun watching I went full five. I went full five. <laughs> See, I couldn't go the full five for some reason. Like, I, my thing is, if I'm going to go five, I have to, like, if I have to think about it, I can't go five. It's four and a quarter, or four and three quarters. Oh, the, the- I I could I I I didn't think about it. It was like it was so easy for me. Um, this is everything I want. Oh yeah, that last Nagata Kawada exchange. They rip each other into vicious face slaps, and then Nagata ends up in the ends up getting the better of it with a cross arm breaker, and then the time limit just expires as. This is how you do a fucking bra. Yeah, that is such a good match. Uh, I yeah. Again, I love yeah, like if, if y'all follow me on Twitter, y'all know I'm a huge fan of the Holy Demon Army. So Kawada, like you put Kawada in a tag match, I'm in, and then you know, like I just said, and the guy is one of my favorite ever. You know, so that shit was she was so good to me. Yeah, so, yeah, this was great. And I wasn't really expecting this to be great. I didn't know the lore behind this match. And, and oh, boy, I was glad I knew the lore afterwards. <laughs> Meltzer see, did raid this backstart. See, I, um, I think I'd seen this before, but it had been a long, long time. So, yeah, that was... Uh, I was glad to watch it again. I'll tell you that much. It just puts a big smile on your face. Oh, yeah. It's like, uh, you know, it's the type of wrestling that makes you want to watch more wrestling, you know. Oh, yeah. Mm, yeah, five. Yeah, and that's why I gave it five stars. It's like, this is the type of wrestling. You just can't think. Nah. Yeah, you watch it and you're like, shit, I want to watch it. Like, yo, someone, someone sent me another Kawada match. Someone sent me another Nagata match. Something. Like, I want to watch this shit, man. You know? So, next up, we have the Finley versus Chris Benoit. And we're going to have to have a tough conversation right now. Uh, do you want to start with the Benoit stuff or. The, uh, uh, Chris Benoit is an American pro wrestler that uh, murdered his family and killed himself. Um, yeah. Let's just put I, it out there bluntly. <laughs> I think, um, I don't know, like, um, you know, recently we just had the whole... Um, Dark Side of the Ring and... Well, and but like there was some discourse like a month ago from... Jordan Grace. Yes, and it was like, I don't know, it's like, it's, I don't know, it's such a touchy subject. I don't even want to touch that one. <laughs> yeah, and it's, well, I don't want to touch any of it, like, it's, you know, like, I, I don't know, I saw people, like, you know, judging, like, Jericho, uh, Nancy's sister, uh, I saw people talking about, like, I think it gets real ugly when um, it's a lose situation talking about this guy. It's anytime, a lose lose situation. Any anytime 
David Benoit gets brought up, I get real uncomfortable. Um, people, people talk about him in such a weird way, like the other side. Right? They're, they're like, you know, he he shouldn't wrestle with that last night. It's like, dude, that was his father. Like, you gotta think like, not only would like would that the events of uh, the summer of 2007 be like you know traumatic things weren't good in that house even before that so like that kid had a rough childhood like i don't know like i i don't think you should judge the kid you know especially since we don't know him but he's not even a wrestler you know what i mean he's not even in the public eye yeah he's just a fucking guy like really you know and like people i don't know he's not even you know what i mean like in the benoit circle Right. I think, like, I think, like, the weird, like, parasocial stuff that's going on lately with certain wrestlers in both big companies, honestly, and, I mean, some of the indies is kind of annoying. But at least, like, those are performers that are on your TV or, you know, on, on, your, on your stream, whatever, however you choose to watch whatever company. David Benoit is not. So, like, way off him. Yeah, that, that that's how I feel about it. I think Chris Benoit's fair game. That's how yeah. I feel about it. Because I can review a match of his and say it's objectively good or subjectively good. I I've gotten better with Benoit separating the art from the artist, but not many other people separating the art from the artist. It's I don't know. It's tough with someone. It's like, I don't know. It, you know, you know what I thought actually? Uh, how did Benoit not get voted out of the Observer Hall of Fame? Like, it was a very different time in 2007. The overwhelming, the overarching argument like that I hear is like, they didn't want to set a precedent. It's like, is that a precedent that murderers can't be in the fucking Hall of Fame? Like, feels like a decent precedent to set for me. Like, I don't know. But, yeah. It's... I, I don't think Halls of Fame are Halls of Very Good People. That's... Yeah, but... I mean, yeah, there's plenty of... Okay, I'm saying... There's plenty of terrible... There's plenty of terrible people in the... Uh, Hall of Fame. Yeah, in the Observer Hall of Fame, and the Baseball Hall of Fame, and the best, it, yeah, tons of these, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, um, the WWE Hall of Fame is filled with them. The WWE Hall of Fame has an award named after one. Um, but I feel like you can set the bar at murder. Like, I feel like that's the one, you know. No, like, you know not using wrestler a is racism or wrestler b's history of these crimes or whatever I'm not excusing those but i'm saying we could set the bar at murder you know i just think at the time they didn't want to set any precedent <laughs> yeah yeah which and i think is i think if that vote were done today i think you'd be out oh yeah i think i think it would be Someone would be way out of there, but yeah. 
And that's where that discourse comes from. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess... Uh, yeah, it, it's match. a tough conversation to have because... I mean, it's a conversation that needs to be had, especially since I don't know if... I don't know if... Your, you and your previous host had ever reviewed a Benoit match. No. I feel like it. we should set the precedent of, like, you know, having that conversation and saying, like... He's not a good dude. It's not a good yeah, dude. No. And me, personally... Not I enforcing it. No. I, I wouldn't... Uh, okay, so, I mean, I'm sure anyone listening or anyone that knows me or us knows like the president like the, the the way our podcast works is we took a list of the greatest matches ever uh, from a project you know and um we uh, these are other people's lists and i think you probably participated uh, yeah. i have not um and we so i'm in a randomizer and we review four sh- four matches per show and <laughs> Benoit, like, I wouldn't just, I wouldn't be sitting at home on a Thursday night like I was last night and just be like, damn, I want to watch a Benoit match. Like, no, I watch it. Yeah, we watch this match for this podcast. um, And I feel like we should set a precedent of, like, how we feel about Benoit, you know. And I feel like uh, when I, I guess part of why I was saying, like, we set the bar with murder, like, that way we don't have to, you know, relitigate every bad human in wrestling. Like when we review a match, because like I'm sure No. Because if we have to relitigate every bad human in wrestling, we would have to do every episode. Honestly. Yeah, I'm sure, you know, not everyone I'm you know, the the Steiners, for instance, I guess, for example, probably aren't saints, you know, but you know, I don't want to talk about like every little thing they've done. I just want to talk about how their match ruled. You know? With Benoit, there, there are certain thing. matches we're gonna have to make a precedent for. And... Yeah, and Benoit is also a special case of like it's such a big event in wrestling history. Yes. With that, that seems precedent for anyone. For any major wrestler named in speaking out, yeah. I if like, we if we were reviewing a Snuka match, I'd probably have to do the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, oh hell yeah. Or or Snuka's probably I not. David Starr definitely matches in here. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the match? Three and three quarters. Physical. I, I didn't even really give it a star rating. I, I probably would have given it three and a half, three and three quarters. Um, I still can't really because I, ha- I have to just to justify. I I can do it for the French stuff because not giving it French because it's not in our era. Yeah. But for this, it's harder not to not give it a star rating because. Just to say I'm not comfortable. Yeah. It's, uh, I, I, yeah, I probably would give it three and a half, three and three quarters. I think, like, the first time I watched it, which would have been, like, live, I probably right. was thinking four. On a rewatch, I'll probably give it three and a half. 
Um, uh, only spot that really stood out to me, like, I don't know, I was kind of out of it watching that match. Um, I remember... Oh, I was out of it watching the match, too, because it was like... You're watching a murderer. You're watching a dude that, you know, it's... Yeah. So, I... The opening... And this is talking from somebody who still might have been one of his greatest wrestlers. Yeah. Objectively. Yeah, it's I mean, my criteria. Benoit, I mean, shit, Benoit, I, I've never seen a bad Benoit match. I've seen bad Bret Hart matches. I've seen bad Masawa matches. Like, you know, there's, uh, you know, Danielson hasn't knocked it out of the park. Like, you know, like he, you know, Danielson's had bad opponents, you know. So he's had bad matches, I guess. You know, Dan, I don't know. I, I think I'd have Danielson. I mean, I'd have all these guys over Benoit, like, even without whatever, but, um, you know, it's, I've never seen a bad Benoit match. Even with like fuckery booking and everything, I've never seen a bad Benoit match. Right. Yeah. The Jordan uh, David, Devlin, there are two Jordan Devlin David star matches in this. Yeah. Well, uh, um, and we're we'll probably going to preface that one the same way we preface Benoit. Yeah. I was a big fan of that Jordan Devlin David Star match from OTT. And I think I had it as my match of the year in 2019. I think I, I'm just bringing it up right now because I was I'm close. I like I it, it would have been close for me. I'm trying to. I'd have to like sit there and look. It was number one on my ballot. I went five stars on it. I okay, and I. I I will admit I was a huge fan of David Starr, but keyword was you know and keyword is was yeah yeah and once all the stuff came out you know you, I, you know it was just like fuck that guy yeah it's just and then is there a snuck up match I, I'm just I'm just looking at it um. The spot I was telling you about before we started recording. Um, 17 There's one summer match, and it's Terry, Terry and Dory Funk versus Bruce Brody and uh, Jimmy Snooker. That match is awesome. Um, but you know me. I'm, a, I'm bigger on Brody than most. and uh, We might have to have the same conversation about Invader 1. Oh, God. Yeah. Fucking Invader 1. Because there's an Invader 1 every <laughs> match. And just, match was star match. I just we just talked about murder, led us to Brody, which led us to obviously something clicked, and it was like Invader One. Like there's, you know, there there is it really isn't a precedent. Here. Yeah, because Invader One wrestled after Brody died. <laughs> Invader One, they. I was talking about this with someone the other day. Um, never got arrested. So not only did like Invader One keep wrestling and like st- pretty much nothing changed for him, like and and, and he made money off the of Bruiser Brody. Oh yeah, and Onita, um, Onita did that angle, where, and apparently Invader One wasn't and like didn't know about this, but Onita did that angle where he like faked being stabbed by Invader One. And uh, do you know like some of the rumors about like some of the. Some of the rumors about why Onita wanted the match with Invader One. He wanted to kill him. Yeah, he wanted to accuse him and fucking kill him. Uh, 
which is just insane. Like that's an insane set of all this over fake wrestling, you know, fake, you know, whatever. And uh, man, the practice some of this shit on your own, you know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, just crazy shit. Gary yeah. Lawler next week. Who? Next week, the one we have my have the private shit about Jerry Lawler. Yeah, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If we do it about yeah. everyone in wrestling history, we yeah. won't have a show. <laughs> yeah, we. Yeah, the, I mean, yeah, that, it's stuff that needs to be talked about. You know, um, I don't want it to be that show where we like say, "Hey, all your heroes suck," especially since like, you know, shit. I grew up loving Ultimate Warrior. You know, like it sucks to find out these guys are terrible people. But like, whatever. Oh, people are still defending Pete Rose for that rape accusation. I'm just giving an example recently. Oh God, yeah, I didn't know about that. I live in Cincinnati. I've met Pete Rose twice. I've met him as a child. Right. So I, I have nothing to say about the Benoit match. Yeah, I don't. Actually, yeah, I was gonna point out that I just I remember seventeen year old me loved um, that collar and elbow spot, which is really weird. But like the collar and elbows, where they they like the the outside, yeah. Uh, It's a unique spot in this match. I'm like, they just fucking brawls throughout the match, and it was good. I'm like, what what more can we say about Chris Benoit? Yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's the books. There's there's three different books I know because I read I was scrolling furiously through two looking for a quote recently and had to end up DMing a buddy to get the quote because he had the other book that I don't have I don't even remember I think he has Ring of Hell I have uh, Sid and Nancy or Chris and Nancy and there's one other one and yeah it's uh, you know there's Dark Side of the Ring. Y'all can go read the observers and listen to uh, there's you know audio from that period. Um, I remember listening to the Don. It was called the Minority Report at the time um, with Don Tony, Kevin Castle, um, and they they did a show live when the whole Benoit shit broke, and that shit was wild. I. Is there is there like a link to that? I think I think he might have it out for free. Um, if you if you find it, text it to me. Yeah, I'll... I remember. Like I remember that night. Uh, like I went to my buddy's house, my best friend in high school's house, and um, you know it was a group of us and. We wanted to watch because he was supposed to wrestle at that pay per view. I don't even remember what the pay per view was. It was uh, Vengeance. Yeah, and he was supposed to wrestle Punk, correct? He was supposed to wrestle Punk. And we were so hyped because, you know, we were ROH guys. You know, we 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 were going to every ROH show we could. We, we weren't around for Punk's era there, but we, you know, we had Punk versus Joe on DVD. We had Punk versus Raven on DVD. We. We watched, uh, you know, his feud with Jimmy Rave and loved that. You, you name it, whatever Punk did in, in ROH, you know, and other places, you know, Mid-South, wherever you want to say. Right. Um, you know, we, uh, oh God, 
someone's like drag racing down my street. That's the most annoying thing in the world. Sorry. Sorry if there was background noise there. No, um, you're But uh yeah, we were super excited for this punk match, right? You know, we were like punk is to wrestle Benoit. Like we were hyped for punk and we're hyped for the match, you know. And then they were like, Yeah, due to circumstances, he can't make it. We're like, that's odd, you know. And then like the next day it starts coming out and coming out, and then we like died. And then and then it's like the kid's dead and Nancy's dead, and then we're like, you know, we're like Maybe they broke in and Yeah, and you know we and were then, we were and then it was after that roll. It was after that roll, bro. Well so Dave there was a quote from like around that time on one of the audio shows Dave did. That they fucking know. That they knew and still went with the tribute show. This company, man. Um and that was probably one of the premise of the Labs fan things about the Benoit tragedy. Yeah. Was oh, there's, another, there's another thing I'd plug. Um, you know, they have great all their deep dives and stuff about stuff like that are great. Um, um you know, it's I mean, isn't the story that uh Regal found out what happened and then still had to go do like the tribute? Yeah. And that's why he's so like vague. Kind of, yeah, it's it looks like well he he like he wears things so carefully, especially for a guy that you know had to be traumatized, and uh, you know it's comedy so far. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ooh. Uh. Yeah. Benoit. That's. Yeah. It. It's not an easy conversation to have. And we brought a whole lot, a, a whole Chevrolet here. Yeah, there's, you know, it just is what it is with Benoit. And I'm sure, you know, he's probably, because this wouldn't be, this probably isn't even like a top 20 Benoit match. So, if it was, then. And I would review it like it's a top twenty Benoit match. This is yeah. not a top twenty Benoit match. No, and this is not Benoit versus fucking Sasuke. This is not the triple threat from WrestleMania twenty. You know what? I I don't really I didn't really like that match that much. You know me. I'm bored this bored to tears anytime I see Triple H. Um, sorry if yeah hot take, but uh, yeah. Uh, so I'm sure Benoit's going to be on this list a lot. Uh, I'm sure there's yeah, on this list. I didn't actually count because he's the only Benoit here. Unless one of the French guys. He's only on this list six times. Wow, that's kind of match. It's the uh it's the uh the raw match, the uh Triple H Austin versus Benoit and Jericho, which is a top twenty Benoit match. That's uh, what probably the second or third. Overall, the, the one that plays towards Quadrant. Yeah, I'd I'd have that as the second or third best Raw match ever. It's up there with Brett versus One Two Three Kid, uh, and um, uh, Cena versus Punk. Kurt Angle versus Kurt Angle and Benoit versus Edge and Rey Mysterio from No Mercy Out Two. That popped up on a. Uh, 
we did a Rape Mysterio watch party on my Discord, and that popped up. I was like, nah, I don't need this right now. It's on the same week as FTR and FTR versus Adam Page and Kenny Omega, just to say. And then oh, that's not like uh, uh, Chris Benoit versus Triple H versus Shawn Michaels. And then we have Chris Benoit, Dean Malenko versus Eddie Guerrero and Chris Jericho. I don't even remember this match. And then Chris Benoit versus Steve Austin. No New Japan shit. That is weird. Huh. Let me see a Pegasus because. Oh, yeah. Pegasus kid. Wild Pegasus. Yeah. Pegasus versus Sasuke. Okay. That makes- That's coming up pretty soon, actually. And then Black Tiger 2 versus Pegasus. Eddie and Benoit. Is that the one? That's that- from New Japan. Yeah. Is that the one where he knocks Eddie out? I think that is the one. Oh, my I don't- God. <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's, um, only eight Benoit matches in total, and it's a it's a pretty big list. So that's yeah, that's pretty shocking in a, in a way, in a way, you know. But let's preview the next two weeks because we do have a repeat on our hands next week. But we okay. have a lot to talk about with the three matches remaining. I think we'll have enough. Yeah. And we and we go on banters anyway. So the first match that is listed here is Kiyoshi Tamura versus Malachi Ilokin. I'll show you how it's pronounced because I'll share my screen with you. Not my entire screen cancel. But um um Episode like okay. This guy, we did watch this match, I believe. It's a shoot style match. Let me see. I think we have watched that one. Yeah, that sounds right. Gary Lawler versus Austin Idol from Memphis in '87. That'll give us a lot to talk about. Oh yeah. Bret Hart versus Perfect from SummerSlam '91. Classic. And then Jun Akiyama versus Kenta Kobashi. That's wait, that's oh. I don't week. think I, I don't think I've seen that one actually. Seven twenty four ninety eight. Then and then the week after we have Triple H versus Chris Jericho from Fully uh, Loaded. I know, you're so excited. <laughs> We have can another we get, match. Can we get a match match too. <laughs> and then we Sorry. get that's unfair to Hunter. Uh, Hunter, the smartest man in wrestling. Then we oh, have Chris versus Metallica. The Hunter match actually might be the best match on here <laughs> for week five. Uh, I haven't seen the I haven't seen the CMLL match, so I don't know. And I'm not gonna wait for match because it's France. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we have that coming up. Yeah. And Volcan, we have Volcan coming up. Yeah. Versus Good. Yoshi Koshaka. 
And a lot of people think Hogan's a gr- an all-time great, yet he has only like 60 matches under his repertoire. Yeah, that's a what a wild career. There needs to be like a documentary. Uh, yeah, someone's got to do like even if it's like a not I guess 60 matches. It's not like a deep dive, but yeah, you know, somebody's got to do it. Someone, someone get on that. When it, when you when you uh, approach uh, historians, uh, y'all get on that. Y'all get a review. Get on. Me, yeah, you gotta give me some Volcon content. But Adam, you actually have something to plug. <laughs> I I do. Um, my Twitter at Adam Neary and TWF. Um, Message him for the link for the yeah, uh, for the link um, if you need it. Um, and also uh, starting starting September 10th uh, for bodyslam.net I will be um, doing a show called All Elite Weekly with uh, Mike from Body Slam he's the uh, he does a lot of their content and um, he is uh, he does a lot of their content he's their social media manager um, uh, he and Cassidy Haynes uh, I guess we're looking for new content they um uh, kind of conversation i guess my name came up and um here we oh. are uh we body slam not that has is officially added a thousand subscribers now um we are close to uh partnering with youtube which would enable super chats um so y'all go uh <laughs> hit the like button subscribe push the bell for notifications do all that good stuff man do all that good stuff for social suplex too, because suplex too, of course. Because because we're, we're going to post clips on there. I am gonna start posting clips on there. I'm gonna separate all the uh, match reviews. I'm probably gonna separate the Benoit conversation we had. <laughs> probably, I mean, that would be the clip from this week. That would be the clip. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be the clip. Yeah, that would be the clip from this week. I'm like, yeah, but. Um, DJ D. Cook is on Twitter. Yeah. Shout out to Super Suplex. Shout out to Suplex. Yep. Uh, Suplex on YouTube, too. Um, that's where that actually now. One Nation Radio. Yes. Doing well with those YouTube shorts. Yeah. And good for them. They have, um, like, probably the best modern day wrestling podcast out, in my opinion. But they also talk about the shit I like. You know, it's. And you know, they'll, they'll, I mean, both wrestling wise and in life, you know, because they'll just be talking about rap or whatever, or, you know, basketball, whatever. Um, and we also have the New Japan show. We had the All Things Elite, the um, All Elite Match Guide. Um, and then I think those are the condition shows right now, um, and us right now. Yeah. Um, and then we have. We, of course, have our Lucha Underground podcast and then Lucha Undead and then more. You can just check it out at socialsuplex.com as well. So thank you for listening, and you guys have a good time. Peace.